0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Being Savage Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Savage. I am a sports and fitness marketer and content creator based in the Southeast, and the purpose of this podcast is to help you... Be More Savage. Now, what does that mean? That means I want you to live a life by the Savage Family motto. That is to be strong and faithful. To use your resources, talents, and strengths to live a purpose-driven, conscientious life that builds a loyal community around you. To help with that, I'm going to share some of my experiences and insights, and I'm going to bring some awesome friends along the way. Thanks for being here. Bonnie, what's going on? It's another podcast day, and I'm here with my client and good friend Courtney. Courtney, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing
1: great. How are you?
0: I'm awesome. I'm awesome. It's the new year.
1: Yes. Oh my, gosh, oh my goodness.
0: Right? <laughs> no kidding. Right? It seems like just the other day it was this time 2022, yes. and we were setting goals and all that fun stuff. And here it is another year. So um it's it's funny, you know. I, I know from a personal trainer aspect the new year is chaos. Yes. I mean, you're just overwhelmed with existing clients, new clients. How do you keep all that straight?
1: It's a really exciting time, um, especially after the holidays because I feel like there's a little natural slump that occurs and I kind of am happy that it happens to be honest because I want people to be present with their families and not freak out about eating perfectly during the holidays and working out you have to find that balance but then after the new year everybody comes in with their new goals they're all fired up so um it's it's been it's been a learning curve i'll say that because this time last year i was still sort of getting my footing on how to be a coach so i didn't have as many clients so currently i'm sitting at 14 not all private some are group clients so it's been 14 women with 14 different habits to to build together and um, individual lifestyles to adjust uh, with. So it's, it's been hard, but it's been fun. Like literally this is what I live for. I love, I love the personalized feedback I can give my people and that's why I do what I do. So it's been really, it's been really fun.
0: And you, you kind of thrive yeah. in the chaos a little bit though, don't you?
1: Oh, absolutely. If you don't know, if you're listening, I'm a mom of two Uh, I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. So literally chaos is like my middle name right now. And I I call my son a wrecking ball, literally. So if it wasn't chaotic, I would be kind of bored. Honestly, that's just how I am. I'm used to being busy. I'm, uh, I just love keeping a full schedule with family and business. So yeah, it's it's fun. It's part of the fun.
0: That's right. That's right. But you (laughs) handle it all so well. Like you make it look easy. So, I mean, like you got it.
1: Well, thank you because it really doesn't feel easy. It feels like I'm a duck paddling right. and maybe underneath I'm freaking out, but I'm glad I look like I got it together. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, before we go too much farther, um let's let's introduce the audience to who you are and what sure. you do. We kind of jumped right yeah. in. We kind of glossed right over that. So, um give everybody the background on on Body Fit by Courtney and yeah. um just what what you do and how to reach you.
1: Sure. So, Body Fit by Courtney is still kind of a baby. It's a relatively new company and um, I'm I'm very proud of it because I uh, used to be a music teacher by trade, by degree. I went to school for music education and then I shifted into stay-at-home mom life and then I got a little antsy and I also did not really want to go back into the classroom. Um, I love. I love teaching and it, it's a sacred job. I really think it is, but it just was not something that was kind of like firing me up anymore. So I was like, what can I do? Uh, what do I love to do that I can monetize? And I love fitness my whole life. I've always been somebody who moves and prides myself in staying active and th- do does a lot of hobbies like dance, gymnastics, all of that growing up. So I'm like, maybe I can become a personal trainer. So through the pandemic, I got certified and I started out just sort of giving free value on social media. And then it turned into private coaching. And then it turned into coming up with courses and guides and group coaching now. So it's been a lot. I've been learning as I go. It's been uh, terrifying and exciting, but I mean, that's really the way I feel like I learned best is just jumping in and figuring it out after I'm already in. So yeah, I'm excited. And it's been an honor to see it grow and be well received by my friends and family. And now it's sort of branching out into people I don't know now becoming my clients. So yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell. And yeah, I love, I love serving women specifically and helping them become healthier, of course, and stronger, but focusing on energy, confidence, vibrance, and just being internally healthy as well. And then Using fitness and nutrition as the vehicle to sort of get them there.
0: So yeah. Well, and you kind of mentioned it. You know, you mentioned that in, that internal struggle, right? And and yeah. you kind of approach uh, your fitness programs from a very unique angle that I think is very important um, yeah, because we're all unfit for a certain reason, right? Yes. Like I think there's all, and, and you, you can you can put those those simple base things over the top, like oh, I'm too busy. No, you're yeah. not too busy. Let, let's yeah. dig down deeper. So, so talk exactly. to the audience a little bit about that. Like you, you kind sure. of have a, a very unique approach that I think is fantastic.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. And yeah, I think a lot of physical, uh, not just a lot, most of our physical health is tied deeply into our internal health. I truly think that a lot of it's like psychological and most of my coaching calls are we barely talk about their workouts and what they ate in the week. It always ends up being what sort of stress they're under at work or with their spouse or with their kids or what sort of just stressors of life. Cause we're all enduring a lot of stress right now in this day and age are what, what is permeating and affecting them and keeping them from prioritizing themselves. So I literally think that if you are only focused on the outside going in then you're not going to see the results you want. And even if you do, they may not sustain over the long term. So that's my whole, that's just my whole mission statement is making sure my women specifically, I have had a a male client who is awesome, but I specifically work with women because I just feel like it's a safe space for women to come to another woman. And I want them to feel heard and seen and validated in all of the stress and all the emotions that we all have. And then use that, uh, in a creative way and be really strategic with them in their specific uh, environment and stress to then find a way to make fitness and health work for the long term, you know. So it's right. a very sustainable process.
0: Well, and I think that's the most important key, right? It's it's the sustainability yeah. of it all. Oh yeah. Um, you know, fitness is a long-term thing. You know, yes. and, and and I think you you kind of approached it there like it's less about the workouts and, and all of that. It's what is preventing you from taking care of yourself. And I, I think that's a, yeah. a very unique and, and excellent approach because that's the root, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if you approach that root concern first and you figure out why they're not prioritizing themselves or why they don't support themselves and, and you can work on that, then everything else just kind of seems secondary nature, right? Like, yeah you know, the, the ability to, to suck it up and, and that's a, that's a tough term. I mean, that's a very easy term, but you know, the, the, the ability to just move forward and do, you know, treat yourself right, you know, and I think that's a lot of it. I I mean, and I think that's a great approach, you know, um, in working with you over the time that we've been working together, um, that's been, that's been that aha moment that I kind of took away um but not not only just in in what you do with your brand but with i with you know how i approach my own personal fitness journey yeah. um and and yeah. i think i think that's great um you know and there's so much focus on the short term and here we are in the new year and resolutions yeah. short term oh central
1: cuz you know the word resolutions <laughs> i know right it's like triggering i know but,
0: <laughs> I, I will I will admit, you know, so uh, Mrs. Savage and I are, are doing a, a Mind Your Macros six week course right now. All right. That's uh, good. Well, you know, it's great. It's great. But you know, you get so hung up on those little things, right? Oh. Like I think I've gone up and down a pound and a quarter, maybe three or four <laughs> times this week. You know, that no. that pound and a quarter goes away, it comes back. Yeah. You know, so, so that frustration starts to creep in, right? Mm -hmm. How do you negate some of that, that frustration with your clients this time of year?
1: Well, first off, I applaud you for actually doing a course that you're getting it right. Like people who say, this is my goal. This is my resolution. And then they have no strategy. And they just fumble around either alone, or maybe they do have a support group, but they're looking for that quick fix. That's not the right way to do it. But you're, I'm not anti-resolution completely. If you're doing it in a way with social support, with structure and knowing that there is going to be ups and downs in the process. So you're, you're okay. I give yeah. you a thumbs up for your resolution <laughs> type. But um, yeah, I mean, remind me of the question again. How do I well, no, just that? like,
0: Well, we know this time of year, right? Like a lot of people yeah. fall off and they fall off very quickly, right? Yes. Like they get frustrated yes. within that first week and then mm-hmm. they fall off, you know? Um, yep. I can't, I saw something not too long ago that talks about the average length of, of like a New Year's resolution. Oh,
1: sure. And, and it's, it escapes oh. me right now. So New Year's resolutions, the, prob- the biggest problem is we don't have the support baked into the process, the strategy, but also people give up just shy of it becoming a habit. So generally speaking, and there's variance based on person to person, but on average, it takes about 21 days for a habit to stick. And a lot of people are only getting about one or two weeks into their resolution and then dropping off. Some people make it further, but they're still not getting that those habits baked into the process. Um, and that's why you see the gyms. They get super full the beginning of January, and then it starts to kind of taper away end of January, beginning of February. Sadly, people make jokes about that. They're like, oh my gosh, it's so full. But I love seeing it full. And I yeah. just wish people could have those habits kind of baked into the process instead of just looking at the outcome and the product and think about the Process so to backtrack how I support my clients is I'm basically a habit coach instead of fitness and nutrition specifically we always focus on habits I always hear what their goal is first maybe you do have a weight loss goal maybe you do have a goal to eat more protein or to uh, whatever whatever it might be competition or fit into the dress whatever it is that's great it's not bad to have a a goal or a an outcome. But then I reverse engineer it and think about, okay, now let's think about the habits that you need to do every day to support that and not just let's grind it out and work out seven days a week and then you beat yourself to a pulp and you're exhausted and burnout. So I think of myself as just like habit coach. And that's what I think most people need to do to support those resolutions.
0: No, that's that's great. I mean, breaking it down into the small steps, right? Like what what is that one thing I can do habitually? That's yep. going to move me towards the goal. I mean, I, I think yeah. that's fantastic. Um, cause I, I do, I feel like that's the thing, right? Like you said, people get overwhelmed yep. and then, you know, I think it's, and they're so quick to give up, right? It's always yeah. the, oh, well I had a cheat meal that turned into a cheat day that turned into oh. a cheat week. I just, you're like, that's it. I can't do it. No. It's like
1: you pop all four tires instead of just fixing (laughs) the leak in the one tire is what you're doing then, you know? So I, I do hate that. And I also think another thing to think about is becoming the type of person instead of trying to do the things like Who is the person who hits that goal? Give me some adjectives to describe that type of person who is the person who lost 25 pounds. They're dedicated, they're disciplined, they're ambitious. And so then, okay, I need to be that myself and say, I am this type of person. And then the habits come more naturally, because if you're not embodying it, and you don't feel like that type of a person Then you're going to self-sabotage and you're going to say, well, I'm just going to give up and I can't do it. So yeah, I I envisioning your like ideal self is another one that I do a lot.
0: I like that. I like it kind of empowering yourself to be the icon that you want, you know, because people are really quick to come up with those common objections, right? Like, you know, they're so quick to make these excuses of, well, I don't have any time. Well, I don't feel like it, you know, um, how, how do you help combat some of those things? Right. Is it, is it just pushing that, that icon ahead or.
1: So nobody has the time or energy. I mean, all of the time, even I don't like generally I can work out a little easier than other people because I'm a self-employed person who coaches fitness. So it's part of my job. And I can say, I'm going to the gym now because being fit is something I want to model for others. So yes, that's a little bit of an exception, but I I could come up with those same objections and excuses just like anybody else. So I think it's a balance of two things. You have to raise the necessity a little bit in terms of, am I really truly lacking time or am I wasting time somewhere else? And auditing your time and looking at your screen time on your phone is super humbling and sometimes nauseating, if I'm being honest. As somebody who's self-employed on my phone, it's like, uh, I just want to chuck my phone across the room sometimes. Um, But I mean, sometimes you sit there for 20 minutes scrolling Instagram reels and then you say you don't have time for a 20-minute workout. So there's like a mixture of auditing your own time, tough love, and telling people to like, make the time but also there are people who exist who truly don't have the time but then that's like a totally different conversation that you need to take stuff off your plate you need to delegate you need to realize you're not the only person who can make your household run like you can ask for support from husband mother-in-law child care workers for me i live far from family so i never was able to ask for help but then i'm like you know what i'm just gonna have to pay money and get help to feel more supported to free up time so there's always a solution to that time problem. You just have to be really strategic and creative with your own given circumstance. And then know that it doesn't have to be like five days a week in the gym for two hours a piece. That's not what everybody has to do. You know, okay. maybe you're want to be a bodybuilder competition athlete then sure. But for me, I work out three days, 50 to 60 minutes. That's it full body. Cause that's the time I have. And I, I can see great gains, but also overall health is my goal right now. So you don't have to think it's a huge investment. It can be short and effective. So, yeah, that's how I would combat the time one. Um, do you want me to talk about the energy one, too, the other well, one? Well,
0: yeah, but so guess I I feel like, you know, the time thing, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head, right? Like yeah. with, with um our schedules, me just one being a workaholic and trust me, that phone in your hand, nope. where where Instagram nope. becomes a weapon for your business. Sure. Oh, the time <laughs> that, uh, you know, it, the it, it almost suck. like, Oh, it's such a time suck, but, yep. but in your own mind, you start to deflect it with, well, mm-hmm. I'm really doing business. I'm
1: doing market research Okay, or sure getting ideas are. for, trends, right. No. Yeah. Right. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But I mean, I there know. is,
0: there is a certain point, like you said, that tough love, you kind of have to check out and be like,
1: okay, yes. okay cool. Yes. Like, and not be a jerk to yourself. Like if you were to cancel on a friend last minute, who you were meeting for like a coffee date, they would probably be a little annoyed at you and maybe forgive you. But if it was like consistently, you did that, that would be a a jerk move. So why are we doing that to ourselves all the time, especially with fitness? It's what I see most often. It's like on the end of our list of to do items. And it doesn't, it shouldn't be that way. Some days it can be a little lower. There's other non-negotiables, but you have to stop canceling on yourself and treat that appointment with yourself for your workout or, meal prep or whatever, as a, as an appointment, as a non-negotiable and raise the necessity. So.
0: And I, and I think yeah. you're right too. Like some people feel like they have to, it's like, if I don't go to the gym five days a week, then that's, I have to go five days a week, six, seven yeah, days, it's 70s, not or whatever. It or whatever it's really not. Yeah. yeah. So we, we kind of had that same one too, you know, one, me being a workaholic and, and mm-hmm. then, you know, my wife working in healthcare where she pulls a 12 hour shift, well. Come 7.30 at night, 8 o'clock at night, going to the gym is counterproductive because, you know, you've yes. already put in a 14-hour day, yeah. forcing yourself to work out for an hour, an hour and a half is only going to cause damage. More yeah, she
1: needs recovery cause, at right. that point. Yeah.
0: So, you know, but then we started looking at it. Well, her days off, it's either, you know, two days off or three mm-hmm. days off, four days yep. off during the week based on her rotation. So, you know, she kind of gave herself a little grace and said, well, I'm only going to work out on the days I'm off because I can make time. Right. And that's the thing, like you said, it's all about making time Um, and and that kind of works into that energy, right? Like you kind of mentioned it earlier, you know, you don't always have the energy.
1: Oh, no, mental or physical. I mean, there's days I'm most days I'm physically because young kids still not consistently consistently sleeping. So that's why I'm not doing the five, six day splits right now. Because like you said, I can't, you have to be realistic with your current situation and know that with physical sleep, that's higher on the pyramid in my mind of importance than working out. If you're not sleeping, your hormones are going to be whack. Your recovery is going to be low. You're more prone to injury. You can't even make the muscle that you want to make from the workout if you're not sleeping. So The physical energy is always a a struggle for me. So you have to be realistic with your programming um, and make it not overwhelming so that you're like, I cannot even do that. But if I schedule a 20 minute body weight only or a five, 10 pound dumbbell workout for my client who's not sleeping great, that's gonna be better for them than like go to the gym and do the 135 pound deadlift today. So the physical energy we can work with strategically, the mental energy, like the motivation, that always comes and goes, even for me as a trainer. So that's what, that's when you have to keep your why super focused. And at the forefront, like, why did you begin this journey? And it—and it, if it's on a physical or aesthetic type of a reason, that's okay, but that's going to run out real fast. Like your motivation is going to go away real fast. It has to be deeper than that. Like I'm working with a mom right now who first off started out wanting like a weight loss goal, aesthetic goal, but then she's like, honestly, my, both both my parents have heart disease in their gene pools and I don't want to I don't want to have a heart attack when I'm 55 or 60 yeah. and I also want to be able to pick up my kids when I get old and I want to be able to stand up out of the chair easier when I get older so those type of a why like keeping it at the forefront can help you stay motivated um, but just at the end of the day you have to know that action comes before motivation most of the time like motivation doesn't fall out of the sky. You got to get up and do the thing. And then you want to do the thing again. Cause you're like, Oh, that felt good. Like I'm proud right. of myself. I yeah. feel better physically and mentally. So an object in motion kind of stays in motion.
0: That's great. No, I love that. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it's true. Like for me, you know, very much like your client, for me, it's, it's, you know, my own mother, she's, you know, mm-hmm. predisposed for diabetes and, um, mm-hmm. high blood pressure and other things. But at the same time, my mom's been battling to lose that quote unquote 50 pounds for 40 yeah. years now. Right. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And, and I don't want to be being that person that carries, carries around that extra 50 pounds.
1: Yeah.
0: Like in the last couple of years, it's, it's come to, to me to say, you know, I'm not going to, it stops now. Yeah, right. it stops breaking now,
1: like, the generation because you know, like I
0: because I, I caught yeah, I caught myself saying, well, if I could only lose 50 pounds and I was like, nope, we're not going to say yeah. that. We're not yeah, going to exactly. we're not we're not just going to say it and not make any action on it. We're going to make action on it.
1: That's super powerful. And knowing that you can do it in a a slow burn way. Right. Like you're doing where it's like, I don't have to lose it all at once. I can do yeah. it over the course of a year or a year two, two a years. S- right. Yeah. yeah. A pound it, a week. Right. last, you know, and then you really break the chain because regaining and losing and regaining and losing and constantly dieting is also not really, it's not good for you. Right. And it, so it's good to just do it the right way in that deep health way so that you don't have to ever do it again. And then it's, it, it's done for your life, you know?
0: Well, and I think for most average Americans, that's kind of how it goes, right? Cause I mean, yeah. I can sit down and I can look at seasons in my life where for all intents and purposes, everything was great and everything was perfect. And, Oh, I was in the best shape of my life at, at 18 and 22 and 30 and 35. And then you're like, Mm -hmm. but wait, I only had it for like a month. I I only had it for a year. Right. And then life gets in the way, some sort of traumatic, um life experience happens and then you're right yep. back to the struggle again right exactly um, and that's what i love about your approach um with your clients thank is you. that, is i think that you know addressing that first everything else becomes a byproduct, byproduct you know ah,
1: i totally agree um,
0: thank you and and i think that's important right like i think like for for us you know my wife and i we enrolled in a 6 week course with a trainer or, or yeah. a nutritionist. Um, yeah, there's a training program attached to it, but it's, it's more nutrition than it is anything else, you know? Um, yeah. w- I feel like that's very important for people who are serious about making a change in their life, um, yeah. that they find a coach. But that's not always the quick fix, is it?
1: Mm-mm. No, and it, you have to take autonomy of your own health journey because even hiring a coach, while I think it is often, like you said, the essential next step or even first step, I wish more people would come to the coach first, even though it's a little bit more of an investment than the 30-day challenge or like the going to the gym and the gym membership might be cheap, but the personal trainer is too expensive. But honestly, you have to think that's an investment for your future. Um, But yeah, you, you have to know that you, it's almost like renter versus a homeowner. Like you Can have it all looking pretty on the outside and the coach can give you the program, but you have to take ownership or else it's not going to click and stick with you. And that's kind of the renter versus owner mentality. You have to take ownership and you have to meet your coach halfway, if not more, and put in the work and show up for the calls and plan the workouts and communicate honestly with your coach when you're struggling, as well as when you're doing the awesome stuff so that they can help you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. I've always found that, that cash, uh, coincides with my motivation, yep. uh, you know, skin in the that, game. Yeah. Right. My accountability <laughs> goes where my wallet goes, uh-huh. um,
1: Yeah, you know,
0: and, and I, but, and to your point, like, I think if, if people, if people would truly focus on, like you said, like if, you know, if, if you're serious about getting healthy, don't just go to the gym and wing it. Hmm. Right. Get, Find that trainer and mm-hmm. that's going to be your lifeline. You're going to get far, you're going to get far farther, far, yep. far, far, farther, far, farther far, 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 <laughs> than you would if you were just going it alone. And I, and exactly. I think that's important, right? Because it's, it's really mm-hmm. honestly like when you break down your program cost, yep. you can find that. I mean, you can cut back on your Starbucks, you can cut back on a Netflix and yes. and you can find it, right? Oh my um, gosh, people
1: will pay the same amount for an iPhone that my whole, like a, a few months of my coaching may cost, but then they think of it in a different light and it seems like too much, but it's all perspective, you know, and it's not a cost. It's an investment. That's what you have to remember with coaching is you're not just paying for something one time and then it's one and done. It's like, you could be changing the habits and the neurons in your brain forever. So it's an investment for the rest of your life. If you play your cards right and actually put the skin in the game, too, and really invest in it mentally, as well as like financially.
0: Well, and I think there's always something too, right? Like, sure. We, you know, over this 12 week period, we accomplished X, but what's the next evolution, right? And I think that's one of the great things about having a personal trainer is you're always going to have someone to find a solution to the next problem. Cause there's always, again, getting back to that, there have been seasons in everyone's life where you were in shape or you were fit, but then mm-hmm. you lost it all, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that yep. moment where you're about to lose it all. I think that's where a personal trainer is so important to come mm-hmm. in and say, I see the struggle. Mm-hmm. Let's fix the struggle, right?
1: Yeah. And on um, the outside looking in, sometimes it's hard to see that when you're inside of it. Right. So a really fun honor of mine is I don't like to see my clients struggle, but I love to be able to be with them and alongside them through the struggles so that I can kind of objectively hover above and say like, this looks really big and overwhelming right now, but there is there is a solution. There's a few solutions and kind of walking you through it so you don't feel alone. Because I mean, that's human connection is really at the end of the day, why it's so powerful. Yeah. And what, it's all, what everything's all about is connecting with other humans. And that's why coaching is so powerful.
0: I think it's great. Well, so
1: if someone
0: would like to join the fam Yeah. and how would they, how are they going to find you?
1: Sure. So I'm on Instagram primarily right now, maybe going to branch out to other places in the future, but Instagram is where I live. So you can find me at BodyFit by Courtney. And I do my very best every week to post multiple times. So even if at the end of the day, they're not ready to bite the bullet, they can still get free value there, which I think is a great place to start for people who are on the fence. At least you're getting good science-backed quality nutrition and fitness and mindset advice there but then if you want to go deeper you can always click the link in my bio and inquire about either one of my guides that I've created and there's many more in the works or group coaching which is a kind of a medium tier price point so you can put a little skin in the game have community support around you other women and then the highest price point, but the most effective would be my private coaching. And you can find all that in the bio under my picture on Instagram. Awesome.
0: And and I will admit you your nurturing content is fantastic on Instagram. Oh I mean, thank you. I mean, you you you're you're always there with something new and something fresh and something insightful. So
1: yeah, um, I love my people. I want them to feel like they deserve to still get a lot out of me. I don't want it to feel like they have they have to buy to get good quality advice from me because i at the end of the day that's what it's about i want my want people to feel like they know what to do to get healthier so that's what i truly want so i'm glad i'm thank you for that feedback that means a lot
0: yeah no no my pleasure well thank you so much for being on it's been great having you and i'm sure we will talk again of course Uh, if not we will probably shoot very very soon in the near future so yeah come to
1: nashville and take my pictures that would be super fun i should come back to johnson city though soon too well there you go you're awesome well thank thank you it's been fun having you here and i hope to see some of you over on my instagram awesome
0: hey everybody thanks for hanging out and listening in i hope that you found something here insightful and inspiring hey if you did please let us know by leaving a comment or a review It would be great if you would also share this podcast with your friends and family. If you're a sports and fitness brand or an entrepreneur and would like to be part of this podcast, please let us know by sending an email to Patrick at SavageCreates.com.